0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new season of the Purposeful Life Show with your host, Adrian Starks. I'm excited to share some new updates of the show with you, starting with a new look, sound, and energy, as well as a variety of guests coming aboard with intriguing topics of conversation. I hope you enjoy the new level of energy that will be brought to the show. Thank you for all of your support since the very beginning in 2019. Wow, it's been three years already? <laughs> because of you the purposeful life show is now in the top five percent of all podcasts globally and we aim to get it into the top one percent continue listening to the show and share it with others you can also now listen to the show on my facebook page at adrian starks where you can comment in real time and communicate with me about your aha moments thank you again for all of your support and let's make this one hell of a year and be purposeful about doing that Wishing you all much love and success.
1: Sometimes when people come out of that corporate doggy dog environment, it's one person wins and the other person has to lose. Yeah. And in the franchise environment, you can win and I can win and we both can improve. And man, that's wonderful.
2: Welcome to the Purposeful Life Show on the Connect Now podcast with your host, Adrian Starks. If you're looking for the ideas that could be your breakthrough for change in your business, career, or personal life, then this podcast is for you. Join Adrian as he speaks on topics of personal and professional development for the person behind the business and interviews a variety of entrepreneurs, business owners, and thought leaders to reveal their ideas and solutions to success and its challenges. Subscribe to the show and leave us a review. It's time to connect, learn, and grow.
0: Welcome back to the Purposeful Life Show and the Connect Now podcast with your host, Adrian Starks, and I'm so excited to have you back for another amazing episode. Before we get started today, make sure you go ahead and download this podcast onto your favorite podcast platform, subscribe to the show, and leave us a review. Today, we are going to talk about franchising. And I know a lot of you may be thinking, well, that's probably not for me or I've thought about it before, but I have an expert on today. And she's going to share with us the power of franchising and how it can help elevate you wherever you are right now. Our guest today is Diane Plois, and she's known as a franchise fitter. She's an advisory and coach for franchise buyers, matching people based on skills, goals and interests. Diane works with people that cringe at the thought of going to work in the morning, people who want to diversify their portfolio, and people who are simply tired of working for the man. Hear, hear to that. The franchise choice process is like a Disneyland fast pass. It gets you to the places you want to go efficiently and easily. Since 2004, she has been helping people who are interested in a franchise, either as a way to replace income or as a diversification strategy. As a franchise business matchmaker, she matches good people with good franchises, sort of like eHarmony of franchising. Ooh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Diane's services are completely free to the people she works with as franchise companies pay for the pre-screening, education, and matching services she provides. Diane, welcome to the show today, my friend.
1: Thank you, Adrian. That was a wonderful introduction. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. Well, you know, all I did was just read the introduction. You created that through the process of what you're doing, people here across the world. So thank you for allowing me to read that for you. And I'm excited today to get into this concept of franchising. Before I do that, how did you get into franchising in the first place and why?
1: It was totally serendipity. My husband (laughs) and I had moved to California. I was the trailing spouse. (laughs)
0: I answered
1: one ad in the newspaper for a marketing director for a franchise development company. I Mm. was hired. I liked it. My background had been in advertising and marketing. I have an MBA. And he then was recruited to become president of a packaging and shipping franchise. I went along as the marketing director for that. Did that for several years. And that was based out of Denver. So I commuted from the San Francisco Bay Area to Denver for a while. Then they somewhat fell on hard times, and even though I was part of senior management and was shocked, but I was downsized, (laughs) so similar to many of the people that I worked with. Uh, Fortunately, there was a company called FranChoice, which is a consortium of independent franchise consultants with pretty deep franchise roots. I was invited to join. That was almost 17 years ago, and I love it because i can match as you said the good people with the good franchises i don't have to force the round peg into the square hole Mm -hmm. so back when i worked for the franchise company occasionally i would talk with candidates and Mm. sometimes i talk with them and i think oh they would be great i i hope they select this franchise and other times I think, oh, I don't know. And sometimes <laughs> they would still buy it and not do well. But I was employed by a company and couldn't make any suggestions. So I very much like having a wide range of franchise companies that have been pre-screened that I can present with confidence to people and allow them to learn about companies. I usually like to present several so they can compare and contrast. They will yes. learn a lot about themselves in the process. Sometimes people say, "I thought I wanted A, but you also <laughs> presented B, and I thought B was kind of crazy, but but B is really turning out to be a pretty good option. So mm-hmm. that's what I do and why I do it.
0: Excellent. That is wonderful. So why is franchising? A good option for people right now in these current times, Diane?
1: Probably a number of reasons, actually. Mm -hmm. Because the employment world has changed and so many people are working at home, I think they're viewing life differently and they don't necessarily want to go back to the office or the commute. They may still have some of the same pressures, but many times they have confidence in themselves that... They could get another job somewhere else. Or what about if they were to work for themselves? Yes. So they have that option. They've always had that option. But I, I think that door has opened, that they can look at that walking through that door, that window of opportunity. So part of it is people are reevaluating life and what is important to them. Part mm-hmm. of it is that money is readily available and the rates are good. Mm, And when we had the last change, that wasn't the case. Uh Um, For people that are looking at brick and mortar options, there are options available. And usually you can negotiate some good deals, get some nice intended improvements. So again, two years ago, that didn't look as promising as it does now. And I think there's pent-up demand. We want to support local business. We want to support that local business owner.
0: Yes, And we we want
1: to buy and and help them. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the reasons that come to mind right now.
0: Well, those are great reasons. And when I think of franchise, I automatically think of some of the major franchises out there. And we'll say some chains here. McDonald's, we have other types of chains like Burger King, we have Target, we have Walmart. We have all these major brands that have been around for quite some time. And for some people, when they think of franchise, they think immediately of this big, grandiose thing that maybe they can't be a part of. And I love this conversation about joining with a franchise and creating your own. So for me, I'm running a pretty good, successful business and things are going pretty well. What benefit could it provide to someone in that category to own a franchise?
1: Okay. There are several categories, if you will, of people that I work with. And one of the categories I call employed but nervous. You may or may not not fit in that category. Generally, it's the people who are working for a company. They might be in certain industries, finance or IT, and there have been layoffs. They have survived Mm -hmm. the layoffs, but they don't know when their neck could be next. So what they like to do is invest in a what we call manager-run franchise. So they will keep their job, but they will build a business on the side through a manager. So it allows them to diversify, to have another revenue stream, and a bit of a safety net in case they should be downsized. Okay. And then if they like it and are doing well, they may want to expand it and add more units or add territory. They may even want to, at some point in time, say goodbye to the job and continue growing and scaling their own business. So okay. it can also be part of a transition strategy.
0: Ooh, I like the transition strategy. It sounds very good.
1: It's, it's <laughs> certainly an, an easier migration, if you will.
0: <laughs> and what a wonderful time now to look at options for ourselves, especially with what's been going on. There are some things in life that are free, but I also realized, too, there's a price to pay for those free things. So everything comes to the price, and especially when it comes to business. How much money is needed to own a franchise business?
1: Okay. So if we look at the one-time franchise fee, mm-hmm. an average fee ranges in the fifty dollars to $65,000 category. Certainly, there are franchise fees that are less than that, and there are fees that are six figures. But that will give you an idea. And on okay. top of that, then... It's going to depend. Are we looking at a brick and mortar location Mm -hmm. where you have to sign a lease? You have to do build out signage, equipment, things like that. Or could it be a business where you could start from a home office or a small office suite? Okay. so the franchise company never wants you to be undercapitalized and they will detail that investment. So they'll say our franchise fee is X. This is how much you'll need for marketing. This is approximately how much you'll need for uh, software. And they'll assume that you need a new laptop. They'll assume you need a new phone because someone might. Mm -hmm. So they put that in and they will go through a line item by line item with you so that you can see that you can see what the total investment is. And legally, they have to give that total investment for a minimum of three months. And that also has to include working capital some of these items will have a range. So when you look at marketing and advertising, just logically, you say, well, if we're in New York, Los Angeles, we're going to look at the high end. Mm -hmm. And if we're in some of the central or southern states, we're going to say, oh, we're fortunate. We're probably going (laughs) to look at the mid to the low end for that investment level.
0: Okay. So even though we may have the money to get it up and starting, and it's going to take more than just the money because we know how things go, right? What does it take to have a successful franchise?
1: It takes a person with a mindset that is open, is coachable, ready to learn. What I call that fire in the belly that says, I did banking before and now I'm doing this, but I've got transferable skills and i can give great customer service i'm pretty good at managing i'm great at at hiring and training and i just need that toolbox or that recipe and and let me go so they have a certain energy a certain enthusiasm a certain passion for the business to say this is what i want to do and and it could be i want to hire people getting started and, and launch them in their careers or they might want to provide older people opportunities as well. There's all kinds of options. We like to say there's a franchise for that.
0: Oh, I love that. There's a franchise (laughs) for that. You know, you talked to about this Disneyland fast pass of getting people efficiently and easily where they need to go. And when I think of you in the franchise, I think of that fast pass of helping people create that avenue or even that new option for themselves. What a wonderful time that is to do this. We're going to go on a short break, Diane, and we're going to talk some more about the power of franchising and what support owners can receive from it. We'll be right back. What if it were possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? Just think how much time and stress it would save you. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Forget that one ingredient for the family dinner that could offset everything. Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. No more rock-hard avocados, and they will keep your eggs safe too. To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart. Never step foot in a grocery store again. Welcome back to the Purposeful Live show with your host, Adrian Starks. I hope that you all had a wonderful break because Diane and I have been having a magnificent time talking about the power of franchising. And I'm just twirling my thumbs right now because I want to be a part of that. So Diane discussed earlier in the first segment about what the benefits of franchising were and her experiences, her journey into that, and what you can do as a franchise owner, what money it would take to get involved. And we also talked about this Disneyland past effect that she provides with the franchising. So Diane, for our audience today, could you explain a little bit more about this Disneyland Fast Pass? Because I was actually thinking of going to Disneyland in the fall. And when I read (laughs) that, I was like, hey, this is a sign. But for our audience, what is this Disneyland Fast Pass perspective?
1: Sure. It's really an expression that says, when you work with me, We will look at franchise companies that are a fit for you, where the territory is available, the investment matches. So you're not going to be hitting a submit button online and not hearing anything back and getting frustrated or hitting a submit button (laughs) online and being inundated with info from all these other companies that you have no idea how that came to be. So we're going to target it on you and what is best for you, your goals, your skills, your interests.
0: Well, thank you for elaborating on that for us. And that's wonderful. So that Disneyland Fast Pass, think about that for our audience today and what that means and how that can benefit you. Because I truly believe that Diane is doing something very spectacular here with helping people have different options and also taking different avenues of approach to income. And think about this, leaving a legacy. Franchises do that. They leave a legacy behind. I think we could all use that.
1: You may have heard the term generational wealth. Yes. And many times someone will get into a business and one of their goals is to be able to pass it to that next generation. Some of the franchise companies we work with have been in business 50 plus years and Mm. some of them now are being run by that third generation, which is pretty amazing.
0: Pretty amazing for that. Speaking of amazing, this franchise perspective is actually giving me so many ideas. For a person that's moving into the franchise owner perspective, what type of support would they receive? Okay.
1: They should receive support really from the day that they sign their franchise agreements. Okay. Uh, A franchise company, they can continue to hone and refine that support. Usually a person will be assigned a coach. Sometimes that coach is compensated on how well that franchisee does getting started. So the proud franchise company wants to take that brand new franchisee by the hand, just like a parent, and you want to show (laughs) them everything. You want to teach them. You want them to be successful. So that's what they're doing hopefully in bite-sized pieces. So they will have pre-training, they'll have regular training, they'll have conventions, they'll have all kinds of other support, a lot of things online, training for not only the business owner, but many times it could be for their employees as well. And we tend to think of everything coming from the parent company, from the franchisor, and yet another wonderful resource is all your fellow franchisees. Mm-hmm. So, one time I was talking to a franchisee in California where I'm based, and I was quizzing them a bit on the training and, and support <laughs> that they were getting because the parent company was on the East Coast. And they finally said to me, Diane, they're fine. Whatever we have questions, they're there, they're good. No worries. You can, you can present <laughs> them with confidence. But she said, We in California, we get along really well, and we've got a question. We're going to call another franchisee first because We we like to help each other. So many times people aren't aware of that. And sometimes when people come out of that corporate doggy dog environment, it's one person wins and the other person has to lose. And in the franchise environment, you can win and I can win and we both can improve. And man, that's wonderful.
0: And that is definitely what we call a win win situation. (laughs)
1: Bingo. Yes.
0: (laughs) This is exciting. So for the audience listening today, and even for myself, this idea of getting the support that we need and being able to be placed into a winning position, obviously, there are going to be some wins coming out of that. What is the most rewarding aspect or some rewarding aspects of owning a franchise?
1: Probably one of the things that I hear the most is the control of being able to make some decisions and plan your days that you don't have to fill out a slip to go to the dentist or you can plan your vacations you're probably going to still work as hard and maybe even harder but it's for you and you're benefiting i talked to one person and the man said that his wife commented and she said dear you're not working any less but i think you have the bounce back in your step and Ooh. that can make that can make such a difference
0: Gives me chills. You're going to have to bounce back in your step. And this idea of not having to ask for permission to do something. And I like how you said this, Diane, that just because you're working for yourself, you're still going to work as hard. And I want to remind the audience that's listening today, and, and most of our audience are entrepreneurs and business owners, and they're probably saying, yeah, we get that, Adrian. But for those of us who are listening who are not aware of this, that you're going to still have to put in the work for it. Diane will be able to help you, setting you up for that success, setting you up for the wins, but you've got to capitalize on those things that you need to do in between that will bring you the results. And speaking of results, Diane, you have been absolutely just on fire with your clients and helping people in this franchise perspective. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are trying to do the same thing or are doing similar things to you. What sets you apart from other franchise business consultants?
1: Well, partly, I think, is my ability to listen and my hopeful ability to ask the polite but deep probing question to get to the heart of the matter. Because Hmm. if I don't fully understand you and what you bring to the table, then I'm not nearly as helpful as I could be. So I I will share one time (laughs) I was talking to a candidate. And the person said to me, okay, I will be honest. On my resume, I say this, but for you, I'll tell you the truth. (laughs) And I said, please, that's what we need. So hopefully it's the years of experience. It's also knowing the franchise companies, the culture. Some people want to have a bigger voice in a franchise, and other people say, I want everything laid out in front of me. So again, I'm going to ask some of these preference type questions of what that person really wants. And usually they have no idea that they have so many options and choices. Worst case is they, you know, and they may not, they may decide to do a job or whatever, but they will then hopefully go back with renewed zeal because they know there are other options out there.
0: Yes, Wow. Okay. That's what sets you apart. And that's why I can see why you're very successful in what you do here. How can our audience get in contact with you, Diane, to learn more about what you're doing and also how they can get in touch to talk with you about moving forward in franchising?
1: There are several ways. The easiest is to go to quickchatwithdiane.com. And you can schedule a quick 15-minute chat with me that way. Since my last name, Ployce, is not that easy to say or to spell, <laughs> you can always find me on LinkedIn as Diane Ployce, the Franchise fitter or DianePloyce.com. And my last name is spelled P as in Peter, L-E-U-S-S as in Sam, Sam.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for providing that information. And What we'll do here for our audience today, we're going to put this information into the show notes section of this podcast episode so they can go and find out how to contact you and to work with you going forward. Diane, this has been an amazing experience with you talking about the process of franchising and how we can actually not just leave legacies, but we can create that generational wealth, as you mentioned before. And recapping how this works is makes it more understanding for me now, because when I thought of franchising, I thought of something that was going to be this huge thing that I possibly couldn't do in this lifetime. But what you're saying is that, no, it's actually a process and steps that you need to take that you can build that franchise or even join in on one. And I want to thank you for providing that energy, that clarity, and that expertise today for the show.
1: Thank you very much. It was my pleasure to be on here and hopefully be a resource for you and for your audience.
0: I believe you certainly will. Thank you so much for joining us today, Diane. It's been a pleasure.
1: You're welcome.
2: Thank you for listening to the Purposeful Life Show on the Connect Now podcast with your host, Adrian Starks. Subscribe to the show and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Learn more about us by visiting our website at cnbn.ca. Go to connectnowpodcast.com to be inspired by more life-changing content. Let's connect, learn, and grow.